I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast, and I am your host this week, Lou Page. And uh, we have quite a show for you tonight. We're going to talk about Resident Evil 2. Um, My co-host tonight is Ryan. Ryan, say something to the fans. Hello, fans. We're going to talk about the 1998 hit, spinning those discs and hard drive cartridges... The N64 version of Resident Evil 2. Can't wait. You wish. You wish. We're going to we're going to talk about the new Resident Evil that just just came out. You mean I dusted <laughs> off my N64 for nothing? What are you talking about? I worked hard to find that thing. Yeah, well that sucks to be you. Oh. Uh we're definitely playing I definitely played a better game than that. Um <laughs> Yeah. One that was released in the last month, not the last two decades. Yeah, actually, released like in the last like what three days, four days. Oh, I think it's been. About, yeah, it's been about it's, a week. It's, a, it's been about a week. Yeah. Um, but before that, we're gonna get into the news because we've also had some weird news as well. Mm-hmm. Some of it Resident Evil, some of it about Zack Snyder. Uh, but we'll get into that. So on with the news. Uh, so apparently, according to Slash Film and a couple of other outlets, um. Zack Snyder is back to making a zombie movie, but for Netflix. And it is about a heist during the zombie apocalypse. You know... How do we feel about that, Ryan? Here's the thing. I put this new story in in the notes, and I was like, okay, great. Zombie movie, check. Let's talk about it on the show. Without, you know, diving in any further, I'm now finally making that realization that Zack Snyder originally broke into the film industry with dawn of the dead the remake one of my favorite zombie movies so the fact that he's back to to address this genre with his own film uh it sounds it sounds original right it's not based on anything it's not based on anything yeah i mean the the idea that it's in uh, a post-apocalyptic las vegas it's a heist that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun man that sounds like a lot of fun i don't want to like i didn't like batman v superman you know, Justice League was a was a mess, um, but maybe Zack Snyder with not DC characters could could prove to be useful. Who knows? I, I will say I have enjoyed almost all of his movies that have been non superhero related. Sure. Um, to some extent, um, I've even kind of went okay. His superhero movies are okay. They're not my favorite. Um, but they're they're not. I don't think they're the 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 garbage that everybody thinks they are. I just think that. They're his weird outlook on superheroes, and I I, I find it his his ideas dull and uninspiring. But the Dawn of the Dead remake is one of my favorite zombie films. I think I saw it in theaters it twice, if not three times. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to this because this sounds something like something we haven't seen in a while. Oh, uh, you know, when was the last time we saw a high stakes zombie film? And I'm not talking World War Z because they were all CG zombies. But where did we see a a zombie film with 
streets of a city full of zombies. We haven't seen it in a while. I guess, I mean, if you want to include Resident Evil, any of those ones, that that could probably be your closest. But yeah, I, I think that it'll be nice to have a zombie film not based on something that, that already existed so that people can point to it and say, wow, it's not like the original. You know, we get it with Walking Dead. We get it with, you know, Dawn of the Dead. We get it with uh, all the Resident Evil stuff. You know, this sounds... It'll be good that this is detached from any sort of existing canon so he can basically do what he wants but the real question is is it going to be shamblers or is it going to be runners that's the big question i think my guess is is being him it'll be more like his of dawn of the dead and it will be a mix of both mm-hmm. um and i mean that's fine i but i think that this is something different i think maybe this is his way of trying to get back some of the praise he used to have before um it, also it's interesting to see him working with netflix mm-hmm. um you know, usually people like him who have been big with Warner Brothers don't tend to dip their toes into the Netflix realm. Well, it's but funny maybe... you mention that because the film was actually set up at Warner Brothers, but then Netflix bought right. the project. And I mean, it's kind of funny because the last time we saw this happen, actually about a year ago, was when they stealth launched that uh, Cloverfield sequel on Netflix. Yeah. And... I mean, this is not exactly the same. This is this From is. From what being... we understand, this hasn't even been filmed yet. Oh, oh, really? So when is yeah. this thing coming out? Actually, we oh, don't no know. They date. haven't. They, there's no release date. There's no. We all we know is that he has a script, hmm. and that he was working with the studio to do this. We don't have actors. We don't have a film. We have nothing. Okay. Well, this is a while's off, but still, I'm quite excited. I want to. I want. I want Zack Snyder to come back. You know, like. He, 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 don't get me wrong, he made some uh, some bad movies with, with Warner Brothers in DC, but I think that he's made good movies in the past, and he deserves another shot. And hopefully we're going to get that. So, let's talk about some Resident Evil here. We just got a new game, mm-hmm. and we should all be excited about that. But Deadline is reporting that... Not only have we got a new Resident Evil game that we just started, all, all, that everybody's going crazy about, but we might be getting a Netflix TV show based on Resident Evil. Right. And this is interesting because they also confirmed they're rebooting the Resident Evil movie franchise as well, right? A while ago. A while ago. But that's kind of been on a hush-hush, nobody has said anything. Yeah. But if they're going to do a TV series, it doesn't necessarily have to be tied into those movies. And the only thing I will say about this that kind of leaves me hesitant is one of the producers for those crappy movies is involved in this project. Which producer is that? Uh, Johannes Roberts. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's unfortunate. The movies yeah. are... Here's the thing. The movies are interesting. But one point here that, that completely throws the movies out of contention is the fact that they're trying to um, they're trying to expand the universe of Resident Evil, deepen the existing mythology. So to me, that means taking the games and building upon those games, telling stories about Umbrella, telling the stories between the games. Like, okay, this series takes place between Resident Evil 1 and 3. Where was Chris Redfield during that time? We're playing Resident Evil 2 now. That's the the question at the beginning is, I'm here to find my brother. Where's my brother? So uh, that's Claire. So it'd be interesting to find out if they're going to 
to poke holes and fill in fill in the gaps between the games or if they're just gonna like this this is what's was ha- happening during resident evil one but in the ra- in raccoon city you know um right i i think for this to work for me it has to have grounding within the game with the characters and that was the biggest issue with the resident evil movies is they, i think that they didn't do I that i think that I think that if Netflix is involved, that's certainly something they're going to do is ground it within the, within the games. And um, they're going to ground it within the games in some way, shape or form, more so than the movies ever did. Um, I think that if they don't, they're literally Netflix will be sending this to die. Well, the and I, I know I said before, the movies never really attached themselves to the game, but like they... They did it in a sideways notion, and then they they kind of, oh, this movie's gonna have Jill, and this movie's gonna have Claire, and and but Chris. they can never get the same actors to come back and reprise their roles all the time, or well, they, they would. Then when they did, it would be like to wave at the camera, and then they'd be gone again, and it it, it was sporadic. And and the guy they cast for Leon was just terribly wrong. Um, but that's besides the point. I think. I think if they're giving it another shot and they're and they're doing it with the Netflix style, if you look at the Marvel, you know, type stuff, you could really do some interesting things with a darker, uh, darker source material, and that's where I think Resident Evil can can have that. And I think this remake of Resident Evil Two, we're going to talk about it in a bit, but that illustrates perfectly how you can have the insanely weird story of resident evil but also have these very real very grounded characters that are reacting as you would you know when you shoot someone in the head and they don't go down like it's uh i think this is interesting although you know what they rumor there's a new netflix thing coming out from with some popular franchise every six months like is this just resident evil's time to shine we're getting a witcher well, see, that's for real, though. I'm talking about, like, a while ago they said, oh, Legend of Zelda, Netflix, it's happening. And then. That's not actually been dis. Uh, that's not officially been disrumored. No, because then why would Nintendo? Might, that, um, that actually might be a thing, so. Eventually, but anything could be a thing. With Netflix money, you, you all you got to do is convince the right people. But honestly, I think it's a good fit. I would not want to see Resident Evil go anywhere else. A streaming service is perfect for Resident Evil. Yep. And finally, we have a sequel to Zombieland coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our last news story, is that apparently uh, the rumor is that Zombieland 2 is coming and they have gotten the entire original cast to come back. Yeah, it's interesting. So what I what I linked here in the notes was the fact that the ten year challenge that's going around, where people are posting photos of themselves ten years ago and a, and a current photo, they did it with the Zombieland official Twitter. So that's the other thing. I was like, okay, I got to make sure this is the official you know Zombieland Twitter, which it is, and it's got the two thousand nine poster, the original movie, next to a twenty nineteen poster for Zombieland Double Tap. Now, do we know if that's the official title subtitle for uh, this? We don't, but the Zombieland Twitter account has officially changed it to Zombieland Two in theaters October. Yeah. So, we are definitely going to see this movie when it comes out and talking about it on this show because Zombieland was one of my, again, another one of my favorite zombie movies uh, next to Dawn of the Dead. This one's, this one might actually top that. It, it's it's perfect, honestly. It's a really good film. 
Um, yeah, I can't complain about anything in it. It's. I need to watch I it mean, again. We should watch it for the uh, show again. Um, I. I mean, I know we covered that crappy TV thing for Amazon. They tried to do. Oh yeah, let's not. Which talk was about very. That. <laughs> yeah, which was bad. And I know that the people involved in that said they weren't going to do another movie just because of how badly that the the critics responded to that. But I think that time heals all wounds, and I think that we'll probably get a. A, a, an interesting project in this out of this one yeah well if you look at the trailer like woody pretty much looks almost the same you know uh, uh they all look the same except the younger one she looks older obviously obviously yeah 10 years 10 years really uh well puts 10 years on you that's for sure she has grown up and i'm sure that's that's honestly going to be the most fun here is like when was the last time we saw an honest to uh an honest to god look at the evolution of a zombie apocalypse over 10 years and we're going to see that and they've confirmed that these four characters are have survived for for a decade you know um and you have to fast forward the the universe 10 years because you had such a a young actress in the first one so if you're bringing everybody back like you can't you may be able to shave a couple years off but if you look at this poster she's clearly 10 years older so and i mean that's how time works as well but it's a it should be interesting to see what this movie brings, and I, and I, for one, can't wait till we get our first trailer, which has got to be coming at Comic Con, right, in in the summertime. Uh, I think we're going to get it before then, but yeah, I think we've got one coming probably in the next six months. Cool. Well, I, I mean, I can't wait. I want to see what it looks like. I want to. I know the tone will be obviously comedic, but I want to see what what they lean into on the on the marketing side. Are they gonna? I'm sure they'll lean into hell. It's about time kind of stuff, right? Oh, I can already see the marketing. It's going to be like, oh, you wanted a sequel? Here you go. I have a funny feeling we're going to be getting a lot of that. I think I think we're going to get a lot of the same stuff we got from the original, like the rules, but we're going to get newer rules. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're going to get more story and uh, or, or background on these characters. And I think that that's going to be fun. Um, I'm excited. But, Ryan... Are you excited to talk about our big topic tonight? Yes. I've been preparing for this for the last week. Okay. So if you're a listener now and you have not played Resident Evil 2, the remake, and you don't want any spoilers, stop listening now because we are going to go heavy into this. Um, I will say uh, I have not finished the game. Um, Mm. I'm probably about... I'd say two thirds of the way through uh, Leon's storyline, and Ryan has finished Claire. Uh, we played opposite. You have to pick your hero in the beginning of the game. Uh, Ryan picked Claire, and I picked Leon. So we both kind of had a little bit different experience. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun. We're going to compare notes here and see what 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 what's been the same and what's been different. Um, I will go on the record to say I hate Mr. X. I think a lot he of makes the do. game. He makes the game not fun once he shows up. I was having a ball with it until he showed up, and that was when I kind of slowed down my gameplay. Um, yeah, um, and and just so people are aware, when it comes to spoilers, unless you've already jumped out, and this is pointless, but um, I, I'm not obvious. I'm not going to spoil the ending of the game. I want to talk about probably the first half. I think is probably 
what, what we're going to talk about. What we're going to talk about, just to be in line with with what Lou's you know talking about. And then once we've had a chance to really finish it, I think because I plan on on doing at least uh, the Leon second run to get the full story. But yeah, I I plan on finishing. I just I keep ending up in situations with Mister X and bounding my head against the wall and going, "Okay, time to walk away. I'll yeah. come back in another day or two. See, the thing is with Claire's playthrough. Actually, before we touch on that, I'm curious. Can we go over quickly our experience with Resident Evil 2 when it first came out? Because this is obviously a remake of a beloved Resident Evil game. Did you play the Resident Evil 2 when it came out? Uh, I bought in it on PlayStation the day it launched. And did you play through it? You enjoyed the double story, all that stuff? Yep. I played through it first with, with Leon, then as Claire, and then I started over, and I played through as Claire, and then as Leon. Nice. So you did the whole, the whole. I've shebang. done the whole thing. I even know the the cheat trick with the PlayStation controller, where if you go into the menu, in the beginning of the game, you hold down. I think it's L one R uh, and L two and R one R two. Hit select and start, and you have a specific thing highlighted on the on the options menu. You get a all of your guns become infinite bullets. Oof! Well, that's handy. Yeah. Uh, I, for one, did not get that far into the original. I remember, I told this story on the Gamers Inn, but I remember renting Resident Evil 2 on the N64 because that's what we did when we were kids. We'd get my dad to to uh, pick up the games we'd we'd put aside at Blockbuster, callback, and uh, we'd, we played. I don't think I really remember enjoying it uh, when, I, when I first played it on the N64. That could be one of two things, the fact that I was not really into the survival horror genre, uh, and also the fact that the N64 version is not well-regarded uh, in terms of the I version believe, you should play. I believe it's prettier than the than the disc version because they could sharpen up the, sure. the edges with the cartridge, but I believe the PlayStation version is considered to be better because of the audio. And oh, yeah. I believe they had to trim stuff out of the n64 version yeah when in doubt cd rom it out that's what i always say well at least that's what <clears throat> nintendo should have said um yeah so that's basically our our history but you, like going back to what you're saying about mr x the first part of the game no matter who you pick leon or claire you're basically dealing with run-of-the-mill zombies and then i'd say maybe like two hours into the game once you've progressed uh through the raccoon police department this large dude shows up although i don't know about you lou having played through the original mr x was in the original was he not yes he was he falls out of a helicopter labeled umbrella and they drop him into the police station right so is that is that what's uh what's what's sort of insinuated with this because i know there's a helicopter crash but he just kind of shows a helicopter crash and then he just kind of shows up in the original version they show him fall out of the helicopter oh okay um so I knew about him based on some memes that are out there from <clears throat> Mr. X. There's like, you know, X going to give it to you, playing over uh, Mr. X coming through doors and stuff. There's some fun ones where, like, there's Claire running around. She goes down a ladder, and then as soon as she finishes going down the ladder, Mr. X, like, jumps on top of her from above. Um, I don't. I know you mentioned pre-show you were having issues with Mr. X, but for me, I kind of just... Uh, he would chase me through buildings, but he was kind of slow. He, he was the Terminator, basically. He he chases after you, and I think by design he's there to he's there to keep you moving because there's a point in the game when you're still at the police station, and you're 
you're you're expected to progress, but really what you might be tempted to do is scrounge around. That's where Mr. X, I think, comes in to basically be like, nah, you are just gonna have to focus on dodging me while solving puzzles. And it is a clear sort of, what's the game? Um, the guys that did Soma, um, it was their Penumbra series, where basically yeah. the, they're monsters that, that can kill you, but you have no ability to to defend yourself. Yeah, you have to run. There's some music cues for when he's around, um, which which is interesting. I don't think fun. he's hard. Like, I don't think he's particularly difficult. He's easy to get around. But what I was finding is I would find a piece to a puzzle and be like, okay, open up my inventory. Where does this, where do I need to go to get, unlock this door now that I've got the key to this door? Oh, I need to get over here. And then I'd hear his footsteps. Yeah. And I'd be like, shit. So I can't just run there. I got to dodge him. And so I would dodge him, run to the other end of the building with the key that I needed. So I'd backtrack all the way across the police station open up the door and by the time i open up the door i'd hear footsteps and i'd be like son of a bitch he's already caught up to me are you kidding me yeah and so then i would duck into a room and i would wait for his footsteps to go away and then his footsteps would go away and then i would run out and then i would run back to where i needed to go get the item i need to be i'd be like oh it's another puzzle piece (laughs) great where do i need to go with this yeah and that's the thing about mr x (laughs) is that he will pop up he popped up for me and he never really got in the way the worst thing he did do though is he chased me into a room where i left a couple of zombies and i want to talk about this when it comes to the zombies in this game i feel like can you like unless the zombie's head like pops is there a way to actually kill the zombies because i I find they go down and then i come back in the room and they're back you know, uh, no, what you end up having to do is you shoot them until they fall down and don't get back up. And then you walk over and swipe them with your knife once or twice. And then they make a death row like a, uh, and then they 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 keel over and they don't get back up. Oh, ever. see the knife but the, thing. But the, mm. the, the, but the thing is, is the reason you're still seeing piles of zombies isn't even necessarily that you're killing them. It's that. Uh, as windows in the police station, unless you're boarding them up, get broken. The zombies just keep piling through the open windows. Um, or in the my beginning playthrough, I didn't have boards for one of the first windows that you pass, and it broke. The a zombie broke through, and I killed it because I didn't need to. Uh, because I didn't realize I needed to save my ammo, so I killed it, and I thought, oh, that's fine. The window's open. Eh, whatever. No big deal. And then later on, I got a key that opens a door in that end of the building. And I hadn't been back there since, like, my first 20 minutes of playing the game. And when I went back through, that hallway had, like, seven zombies in it. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. And so I ended up having to, like, run down that corridor and throw a flashbang to get rid of some of the zombies and... And I I have a question for you, Mm -hmm. because this has been my question. What does Claire get for weapons? So that is a key difference between the two characters and how you play. Um, So I, you start off with the the pea shooter pistol. You will get another nine millimeter gun. I think both characters do uh, very early on in the game. But in terms of the, the extra gun you get right away is 
the grenade launcher, which is incredibly useful against the liquors. Uh, basically, one shot of the the flame rounds, which are pretty plentiful early on in the game, surprisingly. I mean, you are in a police station, so I guess police stations have uh, grenade launchers, right? That's, that's a real thing. Um, but yeah, the, the grenade launcher is really helpful against the liquors. Basically, one hit and then maybe another you know, gunshot just to keep them down. Um, and then you get a lightning shock gun, like a, like a super taser basically, which is kind of neat, although difficult, more single target type use. And finally you get, um, oh, I had it. What was it? It was the, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm, maybe that was the last one. That's the last one that is kind of used in mainstream gun gunplay right you said didn't you say there's something about a machine gun oh yeah yeah there's a submachine gun but i never got it so i kept getting this ammo i kept accidentally merging my white um something you know the things that create ammo these white things and i kept merging them and getting submachine gun ammo i missed a good chunk of the game because i think i i progressed past um through the basement and i didn't solve a puzzle uh okay and then i realized like three quarters through the game i was like oh my gosh this red book that i found goes in the hand of the dude and then that goes on the statue then i get whatever he's holding in his hand Uh, and that was the thing i missed you get a gem yeah which i had the box for as well so and then you use the gem to open up the box and it gives uh as leon it gave me uh what the hell they give me is it the key it gave me a key, I think. Like a... Yeah. So there's a couple things, like, in the game. I think... Um, oh, it gave me a, uh, a a Stars member shield, but if you pushed a button on the back of it, it was a USB drive that you could go back to the Stars room and uh, unlock the Stars... Yeah, the Stars uh, armory. Yeah. And that's Which where the submachine gun was. <laughs> okay, as Leon, you get a Magnum. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, here's the thing that i love about resident evil and where i think mr x will i agree with you or the concept of mr x really sucks is that resident evil is this great oh i found the item i need now i can unlock all these doors you know and it's very it's very 2019 and then it tells you like when you've used an item to its exhaustion and you can get rid of it even though there's no way that you would know as a human being that you've unlocked all the doors with the you know, club key, right? It's right. like, it's nice that the game says like, nah, you just have like extra peripheral, you know, sensory. So you're just gonna, you can, you can safely discard this key now. Um, and that's what I love about this game is that you're constantly finding new ways to open doors and solving puzzles. And in my case, that whole line to get the submachine gun was completely optional. Although honestly would have came in super handy in the sewers. Um, it was kind of running blind in that one. Uh, but yeah, like it's uh and then Mr. X shows up and that's where it's frustrating and that you're like trying to do the Metroidvania thing and getting all the cool stuff and this this guy just shows it up in, out of nowhere and chases you into a room full of liquors, you know. Well, okay, so I I'm in going into the laboratories now, mm-hmm. but I never found the heart key. Right. Okay. Uh so I don't know if that's something I'm going to find and have to go back to the police station or not. At this point, I actually don't think I can turn around and go back anymore. So these whole rooms of the police station, I didn't get into because I never found the heart key. 
my experience with the game beating it is and this i think is it's a bit of a spoiler but it's also a bit of advice is my experience is that this is a linear experience you when, when you leave when i left the police station for good um like physically left it i did not go back although okay. i did hear that there were like in the sewers there were some things i missed some doors i didn't open and maybe some of those you know led to like a uh, an underground exactly and i never did go back to the police station there were rooms i didn't hit so maybe there was some like secret contraption doors to kind of link the two buildings together it wouldn't surprise me if there was considering how this game kind of prides itself in having you unlock doors but um this is a bit of a spoiler when it comes to mr x in claire's playthrough at least there is a clear point in which you you know Mr. X is not going to be bothering you anymore. Not due to your okay. own methods and, and movements, but it's made very clear that you will not have to deal with this person any longer. But I was yeah. I was away from the police station by then. I have to say, uh, one of my favorite fights mm-hmm. uh, so far in the game was the first fight with, uh, uh, what's his name? Birkin. Birkin, yeah. Yeah. It, he's starting to change. And he starts to change in front of you and starts to scream to get away or something like that. And you start running from him and he starts hunting you down. And like the room is filling with smoke and he can't see and you can't see. And so if you move real slow, you can sneak up behind him and take a couple shots, then run away real quick and then slow down again. And uh, I, I feel like it was a nice setup for what Mr. X was going to do to you. Um but he didn't even chase me as fast as Mr. X seems to. Mr. X seems to be, as I move at any speed other than a crawl, Mr. X seems to know exactly where I am. Mm. I think that boss battle's different from mine, because the first time I fought Birkin was in this sort of like, there was a steamy area, but it was more an arena where you had to you had to fight him. Um, yeah, you, you're supposed to go into a thing and the platform on the floor... But breaks off and you fall down below and then Birkins starts chasing you down there. Hmm. Okay, maybe it is the same. But for and me it was it, it was uh Shelly that kind of was I was I I saw Shelly and I was after her. So Shelly Birkin is the character that appears in Claire's playthrough that I believe is okay. unique to to Claire. And that is where one of the moments now again you played the PS two or the PS one classic. So I don't know. Shelly is, is a huge part of Claire's playthrough in that as well. Sure, but do you get to actually play as her in the original? Yes. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. It's okay. just a small segment. Usually, Claire gets stuck somewhere, and then you, as Shelly, have to run around, dodge zombies, and then pull a lever till Claire can can get through the door. And then once Claire, Claire comes through the door, Shelly follows you around, and you shoot the zombies and protect Shelly. Oh, see, in this one, I think it's more of a narrative experience where it reminded me more of like the Resident Evil 7 experience in yeah. that you are, you're playing Shelly. There's a moment where Shelly gets, uh, you, you were reunited with Shelly, then she gets taken from you uh, at gunpoint, and then you're trying to get her back, and it swaps over to Shelly, and you're in this orphanage, and you're trying to escape from this, this guy who's holding you captive. You don't know at the moment what's going on, but... But there's some interesting things. There's also a cameo of a character that I realized is going to be playable in the upcoming uh, free DLC update due in a couple weeks. Uh, the mayor's daughter, I think, is 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 who she is. But yeah, 
Anyways, yeah, that, that was a fun moment to play as Shelly because it was, you obviously don't have any guns. It's mostly puzzle solving and a bit of hiding, strategic hiding from your captor. So I don't know what Ada's, because Ada is the character with Leon, right? Yes. Um, and I am actually right at that point now. Um, uh, Ada and Leon end up down in the sewer and Leon falls down a hole and gets chased by a giant alligator. And it bites into a gas line, and you have to shoot it, and it blows off its head. It's a pretty easy fight to the point where I wouldn't even call it a boss fight. It was mm-hmm. more of a... More of a sequence. Like, more of a sequence. And it was a fun sequence. I died the first three times because I didn't dodge the one of the bites that it would get me. Um, and that was fine. It literally takes you right back to would be just before he falls down in the hole. And then you just redo the sequence again. I was like, oh, okay, this is easy. Um... And then after that, it, it does something that exactly happens in the old game exactly the same way. Is him and Ada are walking down a hallway. They see Annette Birkin, and Ada goes chasing after Annette Birkin, and uh, Annette waits for her around a corner and takes a couple pot shots at her. And Leon jumps in the way to protect her and takes a couple bullets. And he ends up wounded, and Ada leaves him behind to A, look for some kind of medical supplies for him, and B, to also chase Annette Birkin down. Um, and it's literally like I've just gotten out of the sewer system and into the lab. And Ada gets this weird gun that's not a gun. It's like a hacking gun. So when you point it around, she can see where the conduits are for all the power stations, the like power doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she can then hack and open doors so that she can get through things. So her whole playthrough is you've got to get through a door. So follow this conduit over here, power up this thing, then go over here and pull this lever so that the conduit powers up the door and boom, now you can go through the door. But when you're her, they give you nine bullets in her gun to begin with. And they put the, the first room door you walk through locks behind you. So you can't get back to Leon and the zombie you're in the room with, Took all nine bullets of my gun to die. And, yeah, the zombies are sponges in this one. Mm, I don't remember and, that. And I don't care that it took all nine bullets, but what sucked is it literally puts you in a room where that's your only option because you need to use her, her, her hacking gun to find all the conduits in the room, and there's like four of them. So I couldn't do that and dodge a zombie at the same time. I had to kill it. And then immediately you walk into another room and it immediately lets you know that there's, like, one zombie. You're like, okay. But the room is really, really, really large. And it doesn't really give you any direction on where in the room you're looking for a part. So you have to pull out her gun, look around to see where there's a conduit, and then follow that conduit to where it needs to go. And in the meantime, as you're running by, there's, like... It starts out with one zombie, and then it's two zombies, and then there's a crawling zombie, and then there's a third zombie. And by the time you're done, there's like six of them chasing you. Mm. And you don't have any bullets at this point to fight them. So you're literally just run, 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 flip switch. Run, 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 flip switch. Okay, I'm going to stand here till they all start coming in my direction, and then I can run a big circle around them. Now and, with and- Ada, can, she doesn't have her kung fu sort of... No. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no close counter combat nope. in these. She still uses a knife and a and flashbangs just like Leon. Right. Okay. 
Um, yeah. In it, fact, it, I had to use a flashbang to get past the pile of the zombies. They cornered me at one point. Oh. Um, and so then you run to this platform and it takes you up in an elevator and then you just barely miss Annette as she runs through a door and you run through the same door, right? Right. Uh, or run to the same door, but it's locked and you go, oh, I need to figure out a way to open this door. And then when you turn around, Mr. X is in the hallway with you. Ugh. And it's not a hallway that's wide enough for you to dodge. And you have to get past him? Yeah, you either have to figure out a way to open up the door or get past him. But he was charging me. So I was like, oh, crap. And so that was where I died the last time. And that's where I've stopped playing for now. Yeah, there were some moments where I felt like I was getting cornered. and, and the So that's the other thing. This game, while coming out in 2019 does borrow stuff from the original mm -hmm. games with save points um you have to save at specific points there are auto saves but sometimes they're generous sometimes they're not um i'm sure yeah. in this instance if you reloaded it put you right back in that hallway right um if it does it's gonna put me i think just before when i rode up the elevator to go to that point to chase her mm -hmm. there was a uh, one of those saving icons so i think that's where it's gonna put me Right. And I'm not and by the time I get to them, I picked up like two clips of ammo. So I was like, "Oh, sweet." But then I realized it was Mr. X and he takes about 10 rounds to put down. Uh, and even then he only stops him for 30 seconds. But that might have been enough to open the door, right? Uh, if I could even figure out how to open the door, it looked like it was a puzzle to get the door open. Oh, and it's not one of those puzzles that would pause gameplay. It might pause gameplay, but it was like I needed a piece, and I don't think I had the piece. I think I missed something down below, mm. running from the zombies. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And, you know, I, I felt like Sher uh, Shelly's... Is it Sherry? No, I think it's Sherry. Um, I felt like Sherry's sort of option, not optional, but side gameplay was fun and fair uh, from what I felt. But... I'm wondering now, we talk, We mentioned the free DLC coming where we were getting three side stories on fe February 15th. Um, maybe this is the size of those, because Shelley's was only about an hour, if not less, like 45 I've minutes. I've only been playing, with Ada, playing as Ada for like maybe 30 minutes. Yeah, it's and short. I think I'm, and I think I'm almost done. Like, I think once I get past this door, it's pretty much my moment where I'm done with her. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's fine. I just... Again, Mr. X is like my the bane of my existence. Um, my biggest gripe is in the original game, he was fun to fight or not fight, but elude because what would happen is, is Mr. X would show up and it was a scripted event. So he would show up in a hallway right? and you would run from him. And as soon as you got through like a door or two, he would stop chasing you. It would be like you escaped him, and so now he would, like, go do something else. Right. And yeah. in this, it seems like he chases you until you're done. And it's like, okay. Well, I, I, I've, I've run from him and, and gotten a few doors, and I, and I hide. And, and, and the music does subside. So yep. it, it, I think it, diff it depends. Like, some, maybe I've just gotten lucky with, with Mr. X, but um, he... In the moment, yeah, he's he's kind of annoying, but he's also he keeps things fresh because you are in that police station longer than any other section of the game. Um, yeah. the police station is is the biggest 
puzzle to solve. So you're there much longer than than in uh, you know the sewers or or the lab. Um, but no, I'm I'm really enjoying the game. Uh, I'm. It was weird. Uh, I oh, go ahead. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say. One of the reasons I asked about um, uh, one of the reasons I asked about uh, Claire's guns is majority of Leon's time. You have a pistol and a shotgun only. Hmm. And when you run into the liquors, they take. Uh, I I've had I've taken them out with three shots before, but I find a majority of the time it takes about five or six shotgun rounds to take out a liquor. Jesus, o- really? Otherwise, when you use the handgun. They take about ten rounds to put down or more. Wow! And when you shoot them with a shotgun, they do not flinch after the first hit. Like the first hit will knock one back, and then he basically springs back up and sprints at you. And even when he's sprinting at you, if you hit him even point blank with the shotgun again, he keeps coming. He doesn't stop moving, so he gets a free swing at you. Hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed my playthrough with Claire. Um, I, I from what I understand, Claire's playthrough is supposed to be easier than Leon's. Yeah, and maybe that's why people suggest that the Claire run through is better to go first because I did feel at the end of my playthrough that I was like, I'm ready for the challenge of Leon because I think I've got <clears throat> this down. And there are moments where you have to learn when to fight and learn when to run, um, um, you know, I- to conserve ammo. I have a question. When you played as Claire, did you meet the the reporter in the back of the cell and have to unlock his cell to get his key to the to the garage parking garage? No, no. You run into the uh, police chief at some point. Okay, so yours was very very different. Do you know where the jail cells were attached to the uh, the parking garage? Um, I don't. I don't know if I, I, I went to the, if I saw any jail cells. I saw like a locked cage with like equipment in it, but there were no people in jail cells for okay. when I, my place. There is a whole portion of the, of the parking garage with Leon. It's full of all these cells with uh, zombies in them. And they're apparently prisoners that have been locked up that died. Mm-hmm. Right. Or people that were infected, they put them in cells and they lock. When you get to the end of the hallway, there is a guy. And he's a reporter that the police chief has locked up. And he tells Leon he has info on what's going on. And he's going to bring Umbrella down. And da 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 And if Leon gets him out of the cell, he'll give him a badge that will open up the gate to the parking garage. So Leon goes to try and figure out a way to open up the gate. And Mr. X comes through the wall and rips this guy in half. Nice. And that's your first instance where you see Mr. X. And Leon goes, what was that? And Ada shows up and is like, I don't know, but that's not good. And we need that guy's key. So you have to find these parts to short circuit the door and open it up. And that becomes the next whole puzzle is for Leon. Mm -hmm. And when you open it up and you get his parking pass, right? The first thing that happens when you short his door and you get his parking pass, all the cell doors open up. (laughs) So literally between Leon and the parking garage is like 
12 zombies. And at this point, they've made you use almost all your ammo. I had about five shotgun rounds, and that was it. And I had not been shooting anything except when I had to. Like, I was being as conservative as possible. Hmm. And I went, well, I can't fight these guys. It's time to run around. And this other door opens up, and I was like, sweet, I'll go through that door and run around and that'll lead me the uh, like a it's like a big cir- circle, and I can, I'll go that way. So I go that way, and Mister X is running down that corridor at me. So my choice was zombies, or Mister X. So I waited for Mister X in a bigger part of the room, and ran a loop around him, ran past him, ran towards the door, and apparently the zombies changed direction as well. And they start running down the other end of the hallway so that they can beat you off at the pass before you get through the parking garage. So I had to, like, shoot two of them, waste two shotgun rounds so that I could get by them. I don't even think I killed them. I got by them. Got through the door, got to the parking garage. And then when you go to use your pass to get through the parking garage, Mr. X comes through a wall and grabs you and Ada hits him with a truck. Huh. But he's not dead at that point. And he's not dead. Literally, he starts to move the truck, and she pushes a button, and the truck blows up. And she goes, well, that should slow him down. <laughs> that, that's that's a good point, is that, that there's the dialogue in this game, surprising, surprising me, is very well written. The one-liners, the all, all of it. There's nothing in this dialogue-wise that really jumped out at me as like, ooh, that's cheesy. They did a really good I've, job. I've really enjoyed my time with it, but you're making me wish I played as Claire first because her, it sounds like her playthrough was a lot easier. It's a lot easier and honestly was a lot of fun. Um, there was a moment where I was going into a boss battle and um, the, the boss battle was sort of a puzzle as well, you know, where you had to like control this like crane thing. And it was kind of frustrating, but then once you kind of got the hang of it and knew the trick to defeating the boss or at least getting the boss in the right area so you could you could do the, the crane trick it kind of clicked so i do not recommend anybody play this on hardcore mode i think that the, i don't think i would have fun with that no it's not fun i wouldn't imagine it being fun i have mm-hmm. no intention of doing this but i mean if you are uh, the type of person who wants a real challenge it would be a challenge because i think it brings back the ink ribbons as well um and no autosaves and to me the autosave feature just makes this a a a fair and currently designed game you go back to the ink ribbons and the no autosave you're just punishing yourself um for an experience you would have you would have had to endure 20 years ago um but if you are into that it's it's available to you uh, the alternate costumes that they give you once you beat your first run through, that is a system that has been set up really, really well in that you can set costumes per character. And if you bought the digital deluxe edition, you have a bunch of character costumes to start out as, and you can set it by character. You can change it during gameplay at any time. Like they've really um, done a great job with this game. As, uh, the one thing service. I will say that I liked but also disliked mm-hmm. was, did you pre-order yours? Uh, I pre- or did you just buy Day of? Day of? I bought it, I think I bought it equivalent to the equivalent of Day of because I didn't get any extra stuff when I pre-ordered okay, it. Okay, because I got, I didn't get any extra costumes, but uh, because I pre-ordered, I got two extra guns. Mm-hmm. They give you two extra handguns to play the game with. Um, and basically, Leon gets his regular starting gun pistol, 
until he gets to the police station. And as soon as he gets to the police station and you can open up the box, there is Chris's handgun and Jill's handgun waiting in the box for you. And they both behave very, very differently than his starting gun. They also carry more ammo than his starting gun. Um, quickly, he gets a clip for his gun that gives him more ammo. Um, but I found I used Chris's gun for a majority of the beginning half of the game. Um, it uh, When you're aiming at somebody and you're not moving, uh, the Chris gun basically zeroes in faster than any of the other handgun. So you can get headshots way, way easier with Chris's gun. Hmm. Um, the Jill's gun has less, uh, recoil. So the, uh, your shots are more, uh, accurate between, between shots. Okay. And apparently, uh, one of the things you can buy is you can buy, uh, Wesker's gun. And apparently Wesker's gun does something else. What people are saying is that you should definitely play it. If you're playing it on a console, play it on the X or Pro versions because the the frame rate is there. But if you're going to play it on any system and you don't have a Pro, you might want to go PC. But I really didn't see a whole lot of difference. Yeah. Like you mean the graphics uh, settings are are kind of... Yeah. I'm still playing them at the same resolution. Um, Just things aren't at high, they're at medium. And I didn't see a whole lot of difference. Yeah. Well, so it, it, either way, it's I'd say you're still playing it. It still plays good on just about everything. Yeah, yeah. I I think that this is a. It's really good to see Capcom coming with this game. I mean, I I don't know at this point unless we 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 go deep into. I think the future will have to go deep into spoilers for the for the entirety of the game and the story. But what I want to know is like before we wrap up. What do you see Capcom doing with the success of this? Do they do they turn Resident Evil 8? There was a rumor that Resident Evil 8 was going to go back to the third person sort of over the shoulder camera or do they remake Resident Evil 3 or Code Veronica? Like um, what do you want? What do you my want to guess do? my guess is if 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 Capcom is this just taught Capcom anything. I think we're going to get another remake and I think we're going to get 8. Yeah. I mean, eight is is a done deal, and that seven was very successful. But I mean, do you see them changing eight from a first person sort of Resident Evil game to a third person, similar to what we got? Oh, with I Resident think they're going to go back to a third person. I think we're going to get more variety in Resident Evil. I don't think we're going to get the same game over and over and over and over again. I think they'll do one like this, mm-hmm. and then they'll do something different. Like and you think they're. Their continuation, like eight, will be a new entry into the franchise with new gameplay and with hints of yeah. Resident Evil, but similar to seven in that it had hints of Resident Evil, but was was a different experience. But their core experiences, their nostalgia experiences, will be their remakes of. Do you think three is next on the docket, or do you think they go back to one? I think they're gonna do three. Yeah, I mean they did ju- they did that e- HD remaster of the GameCube remaster, which is still pretty I- archaic, right? Yeah, but it's playable. It's very playable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that works. But I think we're going to get... I think we're going to get a three. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Code Veronica after. I mean, three and Code s- Veronica is all that's left, right? In terms of the remakeables. Yes. Because Resident Evil 3 was PS2? And then Veronica was... No, Resident Evil 3 came out a year after Resident Evil 2. 
Oh, so 3 was PS1. Have you ever played 3? No, but that's the Nemesis one, right? Yes. It borrows half of Resident Evil 2's stages. Right. Like, so who are the characters you're literally in 3? Oh, you're only playing as Jill and this guy, Miguel. Miguel. Um, and the idea is that Jill, like everybody else, is looking for survival, and she gets back to the police station, and you re- when you get to the police station, it is literally like Leon just left. Oh. So you're finding, like, Melvin's body, and doors are already unlocked for you. Things are already open. And then Nemesis shows up and starts chasing you. Hmm. Okay. And Code um, Veronica is a Dreamcast game, right? Yes. Yeah. And that was and uh, PlayStation Claire. Two. Uh, yes. Claire goes... Uh, Claire is... I forget what Claire's chasing, but Claire's chasing for somebody, and she ends up following them to the... Uh, getting caught by Umbrella and brought to this island where they're going to interrogate her. And then when she gets free, she finds out that, again, the virus is loose on the island, and she's trying to find a way off the island. Right. And then after that was 4, which was the GameCube... uh, Well, short-lived GameCube exclusive. Yes. Yeah. No, I... uh, And I think 4 is where it's found its footing. 5 had a a good following. Then 6 was like, oh boy, what are we doing? Um... And then seven, obviously, was the return to form, so to speak. So lots of options with the Resident Evil franchise. It's crazy to think that during this show's lifespan, we I don't think Resident Evil 6 came out while we were doing the show, but we certainly talked about it. Um, yeah, we, I, I, picked, we, I remember there was a bundle. There was a humble bundle that was all the Resident Evil games available at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think we talked about it then because... I think we tried to play it multiplayer and it was garbage. Yeah, I think you and I played it because I was actually funny enough looking like, when was Sherry back in the game? And Sherry actually was in Resident Evil 6. We were talking about it on Discord. I, I, will, I will say right now, I've never finished Resident Evil 6. Um, I've played through all of Leon's campaign, mm-hmm. which Leon's is the most fun. Um, I had the most enjoyment with Leon. Um. And I think I've also played all the way through Ada's because that was the one that was said to play through Leon and Ada and forget everybody else. But you play through this other guy who I think is supposed to be uh, Wesker's son. Mm-hmm. And that plot, that, that, that was basically like it's trying to be Gears of War with no ammo. And so I was constantly running out of ammo and mm-hmm. having to kill guys with the knife and it got really old. Well, the thing the thing with Resident Evil Six that was at least, you know, um, a cool thing for them to do was that they were they were trying to feature all the core Resident Evil characters so that you felt like you were getting an update to everybody's story. I remember that being one of their one of their marketing pitches was like, yeah, you'll get to play a portion of Chris, a portion of Leon, a portion of Ada, Sherry. You know, um, I think Claire and Jill were the only two missing. Because I don't, or Jill might have been in it actually. No, Jill's about. not in it. You play as Ada, Leon, Sherry, Chris, Chris, yeah, and um, uh, uh, there's somebody else, uh, 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 Wesker's son. Yeah, and there's like some new characters. There's like a there's a woman in there. 
Heather or Helena. Helena? Yeah, but she's not a main character. She's like a side character that you don't actually play as she helps somebody else. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with the future. I'm ecstatic that they're supporting this with free DLC. I'd also pay for the DLC as well. I have no problem with that. But it's great that they're supporting it with free content. And Resident Evil 7 had a really good sort of free content slash DLC plan. So I hope to see them do the same with this one as well. So. And I think that that's going to about cover us on our Resident Evil 2 talk. I'm sure we'll touch base in a couple of weeks when both of us have had time to finish our playthroughs. And uh, Ryan, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? For sure. Before I do that, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, I sent the link to you, Lou. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. But we got an email from uh, a stationary hobo or stationary hobo productions. They did a uh, they did a four part zombie audio drama called detective samwell sif's love one discovery or recovery services and it's this four-part um audio drama set in the post-apocalyptic world where a detective finds people's or his job i guess was to find people's loved ones who may or may not have turned to bring them back for for closure or something like that and i guess all the currency is dealt with tuna cans so I gave it a listen. It's a very easy, quick listen, 45-minute sort of audio drama. So if you're into podcasts like this one, it's very easy to get through. And uh, the story was really, really compelling. And, and the uh, the conclusion they promised as being quite the twist is like, ooh, it's quite the twist. So uh, I recommend that. You can find it at stationaryhoboproductions.com. Definitely check that out. But as for where you can find us, you can discuss your favorite Resident Evil 2 moment at our Discord channel, bit.ly slash Zamp Discord. I want to say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support the show over at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. If you want to find more links and handy tips and other episodes, you can go to zombies ate my podcast.com. And finally, thank you to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find more of his great stuff over at joelduggan.com. Any final words, Ryan? Mr. X is going to give it to you. Damn right he is.